We got Verizon 5G home internet. It's from Verizon. Safe choice, right? Well, some things that look great end up being not so great. Like the time you bought a shrimp roll from a gas station. Ugh. Or when you bought that used sports car. <laughs> what about when we got Billy that drum set? The point is, Verizon 5G home internet sounded great. But turned out to be something else. And we deserve fast, reliable internet. We deserve Xfinity. It's time for better internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts. Here's Spike and Otis, our Bay Bridge spokesbirds. Now what are you doing, Spike? Checking on best times across the Bay Bridge on my horoscope, Otis. Sometimes I check nothing and just wing it. <laughs> Checking nothing sounds like Spike stuck in traffic. Tell him how to really check, lady. Avoid Bay Bridge backups with 24-7 traffic updates at 1-877-BASEBAN. That's 1-877-229-7726 or baybridge.com. Now that's how to check. Because timing is everything. So, there's a lot of basketball movies out there, man. Um, what would you say is one of the best basketball movies? Don't necessarily have to be like the best film, but like you, you, one of your favorite basketball movies. Let's put it that way. Not a critically acclaimed best basketball movie, but one of your favorite basketball movies. What would you say? One of my favorite basketball movies is He Got Game, a Spike Lee joint. Very simple. I grew up, well, I went to New York, Coney Island, Brooklyn in the summers. My dad lived in the projects there. And so I saw them put the court together, have the cameras, have the lighting, all that around during the summer when they filmed it. And so that always stuck with me. And so just some for nostalgia purposes, because that court behind the projects used to be trash. And yeah. the, way, the way they built it up and made it like into a blue top with the nice rims, they made it great just for that. And so just for that scenery, being a part of that in the summertime, I will always remember that. And so I feel old saying that too, but definitely he got game, a Spike Lee joint. Um, produced, fame, shout out to Ray Allen, Denzel Washington. He got game 13s, baby. Let's get man, it. Man, uh, so I'm a, I'm gonna throw one out there that a lot of people probably not expecting and probably a whole lot of people hadn't seen, but the six man, the yeah. six man is one of my favorite ones. That and Above the Rim are yes. probably my two favorite basketball movies. Uh, Tupac Shakur, of course, is in uh, Above the Rim along with Dwayne Martin. Mm -hmm. And Marla Waynes has a, a small role. Bernie Mac is in that movie. Right. Um, Wood Harris is in that movie. Uh, who else? There was a lot of people that were actually in that movie. Tony Cameron. Leon, shit, I'm <laughs> one of the main guys. Leon yeah. is in that movie. Uh, and then going to the Sixth Sense, uh, Six you man. have Marlon, or excuse me, yes, Six Man. Uh, you have Marlon Wayans and you got uh, Kadeem Harris. So, mm -hmm. very good movies. Uh, but yeah, those are my two favorites. Okay. Um, if y'all haven't seen them, check them out. Yes, yes. Um, the kids tell me I'm, I remind them of Coach Carter, so I would I would probably say that that would be my number two. Um, okay. Just because I'm an I'm an old crotchety man at the age of 36, and 
I don't play that bleep to say the least. And so they call me <laughs> Coach Carter. So I'm good with that. So he got game and Coach Carter is one and two for me. Yes, sir. Kick City. City. All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Kick City. This is episode 93. The dynamic duo is back in the building. Blaze, Marco. Uh, Blaze, how's your week going, man? It's been good. It's been good overall. Just got done finishing the regular season in basketball and um, just finishing the season period uh, just for the, that purposes. And so... Um, Got a little bit of free time before I start spring and summer basketball, but work's been good. Um, basketball season ended, so I have a little bit more free time. So I get to see my kids. We had back-to-back games this week, and so I didn't see my kids for about two days, or my, my, my wife either. And so um, they've been asking about me, and so that's just kind of what it is during the season. But overall, it's been good. Happy to have an opportunity to do all that. So I'm I'm not going to complain. My wife and kids are, but not me. So that's that's how we. So what's what what about you? What's been good with you this week? Uh, week has gone well. Actually, had an interview for a new position at work. You go. Found out the next day that I got it. Okay. So fantastic. Shout out to uh, me leaving the home theater department. I will now be in the bedroom department. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, making a lot more money. So uh, that's that's a plus. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, hopefully being able to save up some more money, mm -hmm. do some bigger and better things, get out of this apartment life. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Get you get you enough money to afford a house because these houses are mm, boy, prices are out. Boy, not, not, not really looking forward to that price. <laughs> not looking forward to it. Oh, uh, any pickups for you this week, man? Man, putting me on the spot right here. Uh, I got the shock drop uh, reimagined threes. I hit you up about that. Mm -hmm. um, definitely happy about that. Need another pair. And so um, we'll, we'll get into the further and further episodes about, you know, you you doing your thing, your thoughts and views about that one. Um, got the uh, dunk low adobes that we talked about okay. recently. Um, cop those. Also, to also today because we're recording Saturday, um, got the cool gray sixes and hit hit on the DB phone posits. Somehow those Dornbeckers, they just the the they just came out of nowhere like on the sneakers. Yeah, app. I don't even remember seeing them on a release calendar. Do you? Right, right. I was like, because I mean, we would have talked about them last week. We're not that disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. At least give what they mean and everything like that. I just like just dropped out of a hat this month and so saturday so i was like let me pull the trigger um on those and so tried for the jordan ones the og ones that they the db ones and didn't hit on that but um got the phone posits and i like them they remind me of um, a sneaker i'm going to talk about in my um holy grails and so um i like them and so those are those are my four pickups so i need to calm down but it's it doesn't feel like it's stopping <laughs> You know what those foams kind of remind me of a little bit just from the color scheme and everything? Mm -hmm. It remind me of Kid's Crest. You remember that? Yeah, Where it was like that blue with the with the sparkles and like they look like stars on the inside. 
Mm-hmm. The actual foam positive material on that looks like kids' crest to me. Yeah. On those Dornbeckers. Yeah. Yeah. Them the Dornbeckers, they they came out with some nice colorways and the the sneaker marking, I mean, like they're sitting. So some of them are sitting. I think like the Prestos wow. and the Garachis are sitting, which you would never think those of. Those Garachis actually didn't look bad though. No, no, that orange, that orange is fire on those. Yeah. And so to have them, you know, um, them to be sitting, you know, it's a chance to get them. So people that want to get them, get them. But yeah, that was that was pretty much my pickup. And so uh, did you snag anything recently? Yeah, um, I grabbed the uh, playoff 13s. Um, well, actually, did they come out last week? They came they out come last out? Saturday. They came out last Saturday. So they they finally came in. So I got those. That's my latest pickup. Um, so that's my pickup for the month of February, my black history month pickup is the all black <laughs> Jordan 13s right there, playoff mm-hmm. 13s. Um, but yeah, nothing else this way. Okay. Uh, but we'll jump into our sports segment. Uh, we kind of, we did a little something different on the sports segment here recently. We've been talking about recent events when we're talking sports, but, uh, I decided to do a, what if segment. So these are going to be four different scenarios of what ifs, right? So the first one that I have up are what if Scottie Pippen is never traded on draft day and he ends up with the Supersonics his whole career, or at least, you know, the majority of his career. So then he ends up playing with the likes of GP, Detlef Shrimp, uh, Sean Kemp. You know, he teams up with those guys. How does that Seattle Sonics team end up looking with a Scottie Pippen on it versus uh, who was it that they traded for Scottie? You are, <sighs> you are racking my brain. Nobody, <laughs> apparently, to the front does not pop it up. Nobody. I mean, neither they, one of us can really remember who it was, but let's let, we, you know what? We'll look it up and see exactly who it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Scottie Pippen, for those of you that don't know, was originally drafted by the Seattle Supersonics, and then he was traded on draft day to Mm -hmm. uh, Chicago Bulls, who, of course, he won six championships alongside Michael Jordan. Right. Um, I'm really trying to figure out who he got traded for. Oh, we. That's just like, yeah, I don't don't know. But um, it looks like it was – he got traded. he He was the fifth pick by Seattle. And uh, he got traded to the Bulls in exchange for the eighth pick, which ended up being Olden uh, Polonese. Mm-hmm. Polonese. I think it's Polonese. Polonese. Mm-hmm. Which uh, he ended up being an okay player, but I mean, nah, he, he wasn't was, Scotty Pippen. No, he was a solid NBA player. I, I hear him from time to time on radio. Um, I not, know he's broadcasting some. I know he's following the team and broadcasting with them, so – yeah, Olden Polonese, solid player, but obviously not Hall of Fame Scottie Pippen. Right, right. What do, what do you think? Like, if, if Scottie ends up with GP and Sean Kemp, how does that trio end up versus the trio of MJ, Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, those first three championships? Um, honestly, I think they win at least one. I think they win a championship um, with that group because we're talking about that same – the with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp that ran up against the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And so when you add, if you add, cause let's, 
you know, I as much as Scotty Pippen be talking crazy and, you know, you don't want to get into that. He was a hell of a player, out of a nowhere player. I forgot what college he came from, some weird – Central like, Arkansas. Central Arkansas. And so for him to be a top lottery pick from there, that's like Damian Lillard coming from Weber State. And so um, I would think if he teamed up with the Supersonics, they would at least got one because they would have had another wing defender, wing scorer alongside Detlef Shrimp, um, which wasn't, he wasn't a defender. And so if you tack on with him, they would at least got one for Seattle. And so that'll put more pressure on uh, KD before they left him with the OKC. They probably would still be in Seattle if they won one. Mine. And that that team was actually pretty legit, not just the 96 team, but the, the Supersonics were always a legit team in the West no while doubt. they had GP and Sean Kemp. So no doubt. I agree with you. I think that they probably could have been a pretty solid team, especially coming out the West, which at the time that we're talking about, the West was the lesser of the two conferences, like the Eastern Conference was the stronger conference during the 90s, yes. you could pretty much say. Um, yeah. So I, I think that, you know, coming out of the West, they probably would have done that maybe two or three times at least with Scottie Pippen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have came out. Yeah, you would have at least given them two times out of the West because um, they would have kept that same group. And even with Sean Kim falling off, you would have thought Scottie Pippen would have brought himself up. But would he have had that same energy in Seattle? That- that's that's the question because you know he's he since selling this book and his bourbon and all that stuff he's been pretty uh much saying that he's the greatest of all time right like yeah not not mj but he's the greatest of all time yeah and uh, yeah right then it's like i mean that that would have given him the chance at least i mean he did he was what runner up for mvp in 94 or that first year that jordan was gone He's runner-up for MVP. Yeah. Um, he won all-star MVP that year. So, I mean, who's to say that if he does, you know, play in the league in his prime? But then again, we're also talking a prime GP and a prime Sean Kemp. So, are there enough shots to go around as well right. on that team? Right. Yeah. I think I think GP would have, took, would have taken a backseat. Um, I think CP3, I think that kind of reminds me of like what CP3 is going to do um, with Kate, with Katie and book. I think he would have took less shots and would have gave more to Kemp and Pippen and would have just been more facilitator, lockdown defender. Um, when the time is right, go out and get it. But I think GP would have been the one to take a back seat to both of them. Okay. Okay. Well, moving on to the next scenario here. What if Shaq never leaves Orlando back in the uh, 96 offseason <laughs> to go to L.A.? And, you know, the you know what happens after that. He, he struggled the first few years, but then him and Kobe yep. and Phil got it together and won three in a row um, and actually went to, what, uh, four out of five finals? Yeah. Uh, but if he never leaves Orlando, he still would have had Dennis Scott there. He still would have had uh... – oh, this game is not going in overtime. I talked <laughs> about uh... – oh, my God. Oh, Did my that count? God. 
Uh, sorry, Wait, guys. We, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we are recording a podcast, but we're also looking at a basketball game. That's live, crazy. And, uh, Joel Embiid just hit a three-quarter length court shot. I, 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 I hope that counts because I need overtime. He Embiid shook his head. <laughs> that was nuts. That was crazy. Oh, oh and they're going to the locker room like it yep. didn't count. They know. Oh, they know. crazy. Oh, he needed yeah, two seconds. Yeah, yeah clearly. Count. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> sheesh. Wow. Uh, what a crazy finish to that game. Uh, but anyway, uh, what if Shaq never leaves Orlando? So he still would have had Penny there. He still would have had Dennis Scott. He still would have had Nick Anderson. Um, I mean, they still had a legit squad if he stays there, right? Still mm-hmm. had Horace Grant. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it came down to, to money for Shaq, and that's why he left Orlando. Because I think he wanted to be the highest-paid player, and at the time, they couldn't do it. Or they mm-hmm. didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it. Right? They right. didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he doesn't leave Orlando, do him and Penny ever win a, a championship, you think? No. Nope. Because Never happens. We, no, because you have to count Penny getting hurt. So – does Do that, you think he gets hurt though if Shaq stays because it's not as much of a load on him? Um, yeah, because I mean he still carried quite a big load. He still was the guard. He still was the main guy bringing the ball up the court. I mean he he still had that same that same energy with that, and so I think he would have got injured. Um, I I I don't think his. And once again, like, like, damn, how special Kobe was. I don't know if he had the same motor as Kobe. Like, I, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, the same, like, cause Kobe was like legit, like obviously um, working out, doing his thing. And so is, is Penny, does Penny not get hurt? I guess that's another what if question. Um, I, I, you can say that without him, like, you know, Shaq being on, not having that much load, but I mean, you can't predict that. I mean, like he got hurt. And so I think Shaq gets one ring, one or two rings instead of four. He definitely doesn't get three straight. Okay. He definitely okay. doesn't get three straight when he, you're saying if he, if he stays in Orlando, he gets one or two. Yeah. If he stays in Orlando, he gets one or two. Uh, uh, that that's just kind of my opinion, but um they don't he, he doesn't have that same wavelength as um Kobe and Shaq because Shaq essentially took off seasons off. You know, we always remember that story about Shaq coming in with two Big Macs in the <laughs> start of training camp. And Kobe was like, yo, what the F are you doing? <laughs> so he did not like him coming into camp out of shape. Definitely so, didn't like that. So are we doing that with that? Because, you know, um, Penny and Shaq, still to this day, they're still, like, super close, like, brothers. And I don't think Shaq and Kobe were, like, brothers like that. I think they were, you know, like. I think they were trying to get there. Right. I think that they were they were trying to get there. They had finally gotten over they, they little petty BS that they had going on for the years. And I think once Kobe had retired, I think they were trying to get there. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you know, the um, – untimely passing of Kobe so that right. didn't really completely happen and right. Shaq even admitted that on many things he said it when Kobe passed he also said it on his own documentary so 
Mm-hmm. I think they were trying to get there. They just hadn't made it there just yet. And I think the tide essentially changed when Kobe got Dwight Howard. And Ooh. he saw how much of a non-difference maker he was. And even though he was a workout warrior, when the lights were bright, he was non-existent. And Shaq yeah. was there. And so I, I think that was the linchpin with that. But getting back to where Shaq never leaves Orlando, Shaq gets one or two rings. Okay. The, the one thing I will say about Dwight, and this isn't completely defending him, but just a little bit, is that he did have a messed up back that one year that he was with us the first time around. Right. And back injuries are nothing to mess with. No. Back injuries, man, you basically can't move. No. He, he What he should have done is set out that season. Yeah, he should have sat out the season. He should have got surgery and sat out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kobe probably gets a couple more rings if he if he does sit out and then he comes back healthy. Yes, right. Because mm-hmm. I no mean, doubt. they were loaded. They were loaded. They oh, had God. They had Dwight, Kobe, an over the hill, uh, Steve Nash. Right. They had Powell, um, and they mm-hmm. had Ron Artest. On okay. that team. Right. Yeah, no doubt. And I would say Steve Nash is like Chris Paul right now. Yeah. Yeah. Over the hill. Yep. Mm-hmm. He can get you a few nights, probably once a month, mm-hmm. but uh, don't expect it on a nightly basis. Absolutely not. No, sir. But uh, anyway, st- sticking with uh, Orlando. So there's been a lot of talk about when T Mac and Grant Hill signed there. And I think that was. 2000 2001 something mm-hmm. like that early 2000s um tim duncan was on the verge of signing with them as well so that could have been one heck of a trio of course grant hill never really panned out because of his ankle injuries um t-mac was kind of a one-man wrecking crew but what if they would have had tim duncan would that team have been you know something crazy in the east especially um had tim duncan went there and left the spurs the spurs would have been horrible they'd they'd have been what they are right now yeah they would have been horrible if he Mm -hmm. had left um but if tim duncan goes to orlando i think you know that team is a legit finals contender during Mm -hmm. that era uh especially i mean in the east i'm trying to think during that era uh what you had Detroit was kind of running it during that time. Yeah. Cause San Antonio to Detroit. Um, Philly was still kind of around like AI hadn't gotten traded just yet. Like AI was MVP in 01. Right. I think that team got together in 01. So right. I guess AI, you know, had a little bit of time there, mm-hmm. but I mean, really, really the East, just wasn't winning championships during that early 2000s. You no. had the you had the one from Detroit that the Lakers, you know, tricked off and lost. Mm-hmm. And you had uh the one from Miami that Dallas tricked off and lost. Mm-hmm. Um and after that I can't think of no more East Eastern Conference champions during the early 2000s. No, not the early 2000s. I mean like I'm thinking of like the shortened season when the Knicks when Knicks played so that the Spurs. Was, that, was, that was 99 lockout season. Yeah, right. And so that was shortened season. I'm thinking about that. So you got the Knicks. You got Detroit for a while. Like you said, 
man, you got do you even do you even consider um Indy um the Pacers? Oh god, I forgot about them. No, I don't <laughs> with Paul George, like do you and uh the big dude, the big dude from Georgetown. I forgot my man's uh, name. yeah, I know who you're talking. Hibbert. Hibbert, yeah, Roy Hibbert. Ooh, yeah, he was terrible in the league, though. Yeah, it was awful. Right. It was one game when he was getting Dwight Howard fits. And so do you consider that? But for me, um, when it comes to Tim Duncan with Orlando, Tim Duncan is the best power forward ever. So I would at least give him one or two rings if he had to go went to Orlando. Him and prime team at. Oh, my God. Come on. Come but- on. But say say Tim Duncan goes there, do we get that T Mac that we ended up getting out of Orlando? Um, I, I that scoring champion T Mac. Um, I think I think we don't get the scoring champion, but I think you get when the time is right to get off T Mac. Like how like Shaq fouled out against the Pacers in the finals. Kobe said, "Hey, hey we good here. We gonna be all right." I think we get that okay. from Tracy McGrady. Um, like when Tom is right. Could you imagine that then? So that team is put together the same time that the Lakers, Shaq, and Kobe is together. Right. That would have been one heck of a rivalry. That would have been a hell, hell of a fun. You could have had Magic and Lakers for a while there mm-hmm. if that had happened. Mm-hmm. It would have been like Lakers, Celtics from the 80s. Right. Because, I mean, it ain't like no team was really going to challenge him. I mean, I guess eventually you had Braun enter the league. And, right. you know, the Cavs were a pretty legit team mm-hmm. in the East, but they could never make it to the finals. They made it to the finals that one year and got smacked up by Tim by the Spurs. The Spurs. Right. And so can you imagine instead of Detroit meeting them there, Orlando meeting them with Tim Duncan? I mean, like, I mean, the, like the Cavaliers didn't have anything to do, couldn't handle Duncan in the finals. Um, could you imagine Easter Conference Finals? No, man. So, nah. Tim Duncan's best power forward ever. You've got to get him one or two rings there. Just me personally, you got to. For so, Orlando, the things that could have been for Orlando, they could have been a dynasty. The things that could have been for Orlando. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Last one here before we wrap up sports segment. Uh. What if MJ? doesn't retire for that year and a half do the bulls win eight in a row that that's the real question do the bulls win eight in a row if mj doesn't decide to retire in 93 leftovers or the dmv or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
obviously you're asking me because it's only you and yes. I on here. Yeah. Um, so there would be no shadow of a doubt on everything I love on my mama. RIP my mama, on my kids, on my wife, on my sneakers, on the soul that I am living. If Jordan doesn't retire, the Chicago Bulls win eight straight championships. And I want to say that again. Eight straight championships. Houston has none. Chicago has eight straight if Jordan doesn't retire. So, Every time, if I'm Akeem Olajuwon, if I'm Kenny DeJet Smith, if I'm Clyde Drexler, if I'm Rudy Tom Jonovich talking about taking, you can't take something out of a champion to do something with a champion, you wouldn't be a champion if Jordan doesn't go to the Barons for that for that year and a half. Let me say that. Let me just say that one more time respectfully. The Chicago Bulls win eight straight NBA championships if Jordan doesn't retire. What do you have to say, boss man, about that? Um, I agree. I, I think more than likely they win eight in a row, right? More than likely. Because, I mean, we're just going off of matchups and stuff like that. I get it. People say that the Bulls wouldn't have had nobody to match up with Dream. I get that. Because Luke Longley probably would have got worked or Will Perdue or Bill Cartwright, whoever the Bulls mm-hmm. would have had at the time. I'm just naming off Bulls centers from championship teams. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that they would have got worked by Hakeem. Yes. But then on the flip side of that, who's guarding Jordan? Yes. On the flip side of that, who's guarding Scotty? Right. Because, I mean, if we're talking Robert Ory guarding Scotty Pippen, I don't I – don't... Stop it. <laughs> and, I mean, we're talking who's, who's their shooting guards, Mario Ellie and uh, – Kenny and, Jeff Smith. and Kenny Smith Stop it. against MJ. Let's Stop. come on. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. The year when Houston came back against Orlando, I think that what was that game one or game two. They were down big and game they, one. Right. And they came one, back. I think and those won. boys got beat four to one or, or right. got swept. One I think they got two. swept. They got swept with Shaq. That was Shaq's rookie year. With Penny? Uh, no, it wasn't his rookie year. I think it was like his second or okay. third year. Right. Okay, okay. I got you. But that didn't happen in Chicago. That didn't happen with Jordan. First of all, Scottie Pippen's locking up somebody on the wing. So X them out. Jordan is, and we all forget that, how great of a defender Michael Jordan was. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so Jordan's locking up somebody, too. So not only is Jordan giving you 35, but he's holding Kenny the Jet Smith or Mario Ellie or Clyde Drexler or Clyde Drexler to 10 to 15 points a game. So that's my thing. And so we don't have to worry about Nick Anderson at the free throw line. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jordan at the free throw line. That's Pippen at the free throw line. Um, That's, um, John Paxson, like I'm or good. Steve Kerr, somebody, or Steve right? Kerr, whatever, <laughs> whatever the case may be. No, Houston, good for them. They got back to back, so want to give them all the love with that. But they don't win nothing because Jordan, 45 that year, got beat by Orlando. Came back the next year wearing 23 and swept Orlando. So let's not go crazy, man. That ain't no lie. <laughs> and, you know, 
if Jordan is in basketball shape oh. in 95, 95, because yeah. he, he came back in what, March of 95? Right? right. So a little 70% of the season. If, if, if he comes back in basketball shape and not baseball shape, because I mean, they won their first round series. They lost their second round to, yeah. to Orlando that year. Right. They only lose because he's not in basketball shape. Mm-hmm. If he's in basketball shape, there's no way that they would have lost. And if Jordan got to the finals, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> he could have seven, man. He could have it's seven. Seven, At man. least. At least seven. Oh, really, the- really, Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf, are, they got to be two of the biggest idiots of all time. Rest Jerry Krause's soul. I know the man has, has passed, but my goodness, how yeah. do you have a team that has done a repeat, repeat, and you don't give them a chance to run it back one more year? And they would have won the next year off the, the lockout repeat. season. The yeah. lockout season. It was the Knicks versus the Spurs, and wasn't that Tim Duncan's? The Knicks. Um, the Knicks year? were an eight seed. Right. Right. Tim Duncan was a rookie. Come on in the finals. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, they better than me. Just leave it as that. Right. It was the lockout. So they didn't even play the December, right? Because it was like 60 games. I think that that season didn't even start till January, actually. I think it started after Christmas. Well, there you go. Hey, man, y'all got it until y'all lose. I'm going to hold this team until y'all lose. And they definitely That's how I would have done it. Yeah, you're right. The, the Knicks were a seed. I remember being in New York watching. Like, how the hell did they get to the finals? My dad said <laughs> that as a Knicks fan. How the hell did the Knicks get to the finals? <laughs> Boy, they did get smacked up though. Once they oh, yeah, got quickly. There. Oh, yeah. Slapped, <laughs> slapped up. I mean, once again, you had the greatest power forward ever. <laughs> Man. Ever. Man. So and they still had the Admiral at the time. Yeah, they had Admiral, they had Avery Johnson. Um, they had guys. I don't believe they had Bruce Bowens yet. Nah. Uh-uh. But they had guys in San Antonio. So Greg Popovich, too, Hall of Fame coach. Want to give him love, too. Man. So, no but way. no, eight straight. Uh, anyway, that's going to conclude sports segment. That's enough. What if uh, we didn't rambled on quite a while about that? So um, we'll jump into gifts here. Um, I only have two sneakers this week on gifts um first one is dropping on three four which is going to be this upcoming saturday um these are going to be a pair of air max ones it is the lebron james and nike air max one liverpool um so they do have uh lebron branding in the insole um i believe it's a lebron logo on one side and I want to say the Liverpool logo on the other side, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, but features, it looks like a real soft plush leather. It doesn't look very stiff just from looking at the pictures here. Um, but you have uh, Liverpool colors. So you got like this deep, dark green. Uh, you have like that infrared type of red color, uh, black, and you have white on this sticker as well. So the uh, outsole has like that green and light green combination there. Uh, Midsole is white. Air unit on the inside there is that infrared uh, reddish color. 
Uh, you got a black swoosh, black mud guard that is all leather. Um, you have the mid panel is a green leather. Uh, and that's also wrapping back around the heel of the sneaker as well. And then in the toe and around like the ankle collar, you have uh, this white mesh uh, and white laces there. Uh, these are going to be $180. Once again, they're dropping on 3-4. Um, also, I have a dope box. It's a pull-out uh, LeBron-style type box. Um, and then also has, I believe, Liverpool logo on the top of the box. And there's a green box. Um, dope dope presentation there. Uh, but these are going to be a sleep for cheap for me. Nothing that I got to have. Um, Blaze, what's your thoughts? They're a sleep for cheap for me too, boss man. I really like this sneaker though, but I need to calm down. I need to settle down in my ways. Air Max One, Liverpool, you're right. The Liverpool is on the inside or on the sole or just inside of the sneaker, um, along with the LeBron James logo. Uh, on the back of it has Strive for Greatness. And so okay. it's it's a dope concept. I like it. I have the LeBron 20, um, the Liverpool ones, the all red and black ones. I decided to were, go on. Were they as premium as they looked in pictures? Um, listen, listen, man, them, them pretty, pretty things. Man. Pretty things. And so I figured with me having the 20s, as much as I love Air Max 1s, I'm not going to roll with these. I think this is a little bit too much even for me. But dope sneaker. Love the concept of it. And so um, LeBron – and the crew is definitely doing it right, but these are sleep for cheap for me. All right. All right. Um, so next sneaker on the list, I know this is a highly anticipated sneaker from my colleague Blaze here. Nice. Um, these are dropping on three, four as well. And this is probably why he he won't be getting those uh, Air yes. Max ones. Uh, but it is going to be the Jordan 5 nice. UNC. Uh, dropping for 225 of them things. Uh Um, Lord. (laughs) So just to give you all a quick description, uh, they are, the whole upper is the uh, North Carolina Tar Heel Blue um, with um, basically a new buck material on the uh, upper. It's either new buck or suede. I, I call that more new buck when it's super smooth like this. Um, so new buck upper, um, of course you have the 3M reflective tongue, like you have on most of your Jordan fives. Um, you have translucent Carolina blue, um, eyelet tabs, um, along with a, uh, Carolina blue translucent, uh, lace lock. You also have the clear netting on the mid panel of both sneakers, um, black midsole, with a uh, shark teeth at the uh, front of the midsole there being uh, white with the baby blue speckle. And then, of course, you got the icy outsole on these guys as well. Um, and then you have that kind of premium sock liner uh, texture uh, that they put on pretty much all of the, uh, the uh, university uh, PE Jordans that they have come out with, at least all the fives. I know that the Oregons have that, and I think the Michigans have that. So the uh, UNCs are following suit as well. And then on the back of the tongue, they also say, um, instead of, I think they usually say Air Jordan back there, right? And it's Mm -hmm. upside down. On these, uh, with them being the UNC version, they say heart and soul back there. 
Um, and then of course you have the university tag on the, uh, on the heel of the sneaker, um, where you wouldn't normally have the, uh, Jumpman logo or the Nike air. Uh, these are fire. I got to have them. I'm probably not going to get them on release date, but I got to have them. Blaze, what's your thoughts? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this your favorite UNC uh, PE that they've come out with, or do you like the threes, the fours? Which, which one is your favorite so far? I would say the fours. The fours, the threes, and these right here, these are, I mean, I guess if you want to count other like retro ones or whatever, but just from the college, the UNC feel for these, I can't remember like another one that comes to mind, but if we're going to go with the, if we're going to go with those three sneakers, I would say the fours, the threes, and these fives, these will be in my top, these will be, that will be how I will rank them. But it is no misunderstanding, no mistaken. There's nothing wrong with being third on my list. My favorite child right now is my third one. So there's nothing wrong with being number three. These mofos right here, yes, need to have them. For me, I wish they would have shock dropped these last week instead of the reimagined threes. And so that's how much I feel about how, like, I need this sneaker. Like, obviously, my ties, my love for UNC is fantastic. I love the craftsmanship on them. I'm not, I mean, like, I like fives. I don't love fives. Uh, but these are just fire. Even from the box up, you got to have them. If Yeah, if you're any kind of jordan fan unc fan just everything about the sneakers fire so they do the they do the unc sneakers right especially with the premium materials on them so 225 you got to pay that price but just close your eyes and let it happen and so that that's probably what's going to happen to me so why not gotta have them boss man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think those are going to be pretty hard to get um Every UNC release every year seems to be pretty hard to get, especially when it very first drops. Uh, we'll see how these do, because I remember the sixes were pretty hot when they very first came out last year. And then as the year progressed, they were much easier to get than what they were when they originally had dropped. Um, right. So we'll see how the fives do. Uh, fives right. are usually a more popular sneaker than I'd say sixes are. So mm-hmm. I can see them being harder to get than the, than the sixes were last year. For sure. And my advice to people is get them in the same year, because if you try to backtrack and wait a while, these prices have gone up like the threes have went up to like five or six hundred dollars. So have the fours. And so yeah, I'm expecting we're always high. You could never get those. Right. And so I'm expecting these to go up in price as well after a year. And so we'll be looking back next year when another UNC colorway or whatever, or just a college colorway comes out and be like, man, you remember them, U- them UNC fives? Yeah, I got to have them. Man, them mugs is $600. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> so if you even <laughs> like them, get them. Yep. <laughs> this year. I agree. Uh, but anyway, that's going to close out uh, gifts for the week. Uh, I'm gonna hand it over to Blaze for his uh own special segment here. 
uh, pretty dope list that he has going this week as well. So uh, here we go. Uh, Blaze's Holy Grails. Nice. And so um, my Holy Grail, non-OG Jordans, 45 through 41, finally getting into the meat and potatoes of it. I'm not thinking that with 50, but 45 through 41. I think this is a fantastic one. And so I'm I'm I love Jordan Highs. I mean, not love Jordan Highs. I do love Jordan Highs, but I love Nike Dunk Highs as well. And so I like everything about them. So we're gonna go through a couple. So the Nike Dunk High Walk the Dogs premium sneaker. I've seen them in hand and in, in boutique stores. I, I want to get them, but the price is just outrageous on them. They were, they released back in 2019 and um, um, Marshawn Lynch had them on, on one show. And so I was like, I need to have them looked into them and said, Oh, I, I don't have uh, NFL money. So I'm not going to do that. So, but a dope sneaker, green, brown, red, white has the tall, Prince, the Dalmatians on them or whatever, um, just illustrates basically of a dog walking your dog, um, walking your dog in some heat. And so that's just everything about it. So I love this sneaker so much. And so walk the dog, Nike Dunk Highs. Going into number 44, the Nike Dunk High Callies um, basically is the flag of California. Not really a big fan of California, but love California's weather, even though I saw it hail and snow a little bit recently in California. But I love everything about the colorway, the materials on them. Um, Nike Dunk does it does it real nice. These released back in 2014. And so seeing everything from the white, the green, the red and the brown with the star symbolizing the great state of California, the West Coast, uh, you've got to give props to this. And so I believe they had these in the highs and they also had these in the lows. And so I love, I, yeah, fantastic sneaker. Number 44, uh, Nike Dunk High, California IA. Number 43, the Nike Phone Posit Royal Blues, a top sneaker on um, people's list, on everybody's list. It's, it probably could be a top 10, um, honestly, just because Penny Warm. They symbolize the phone posits. People in different areas, different regions love phone posits. I do like phone posits as well. Um, quality sneaker. These came out, last came out in 2017. And so you love the blue, you love the black. Um, just a phone posit look on it. <clears throat> it's dope. And going back into uh, the DBs, it reminds me of the DBs that just came out today. The phone posits, just the colorway, everything it looks like. It has the kids' um, illustrations and everything on it, but it symbolizes that. And so I had to grab that pair. And so happy to have that since I don't have these phone posits. But number 43, phone posit Royal Blues. Um, let's stick to a penny or just um, just in that way um, that complements that. Their penny to Atlantic Blues, a slept on sneaker. Slept. Slept on Air Penny Twos, my favorite out of all the um the pennies. And so you have your white, you have your uh Orlando Magic Blue, you have your gray. They shine when you set the picture on them. I think they have some 3M on the side of the sneaker with the black Nike check. Um, you got the phone, you got the air bubble at the bottom. Fantastic sneaker. 
first released in 1997, which makes me feel very old. I can't remember when they released uh, after that, but I know I know they released in 1997. Every yeah, if you love Air Penny Twos, Atlantic Blues, I I love those. I love those better, obviously, than the Nike Phone Posit World Blues. And I'm sure people will have their grievances about it. And I would just say, make your own list and then talk to me. But and so, number 42, Air Penny Two, Atlantic Blues, and last but not least, I had to put these on here. The Kobe Pro Tro 6 Mamba Citas. And so RIP to Kobe, RIP to uh, his daughter. Um, what, what else do you want to say from that? You have the number two on there just from her, just celebrating um, his daughter's um, birthday, love, giving the connection to um, the Mamba Academy. I, you know, you... You love this sneaker. It's a plain sneaker, black, white, but it resembles everything you want to be as a person, everything you want to strive for. And so very happy Nike got into connection with Kobe's wife and make sure that this Kobe line still um, is in honor of him and his daughter's name. And so these came out and um, 2022, these came out like I, these came out on a random Sunday. Random Sunday, they gave EA access. And so I was able to jump in. I had access. And so I had to grab these. And so I don't care if I had $2 in my account. I guess I was going to go to negative $230. <laughs> so um, that's just me being a sneaker fan, me being a sneaker lover, paying homage to Kobe Bryant and his daughter. And so you, you got to put these in somewhere. These aren't Obviously, they these just came out last year, so I couldn't be like these are in my top ten. Like, come on, like you can't do that. But you gotta pay respect for that. So, going down the list, number forty five, the Nike Dunk High Walk the Dogs. Number forty four, the Nike Dunk High Callies. Number forty three, the Nike Phone Posit Royal Blues. Number forty two, the Air Penny Two Atlantic Blue, and rounding off the list, number forty one, the Kobe Procho Mambasitas. Um, RIP to both Kobe and his daughter. Enough said right there. Um, Marco, what's your thoughts on this list? I think the whole entire list is fire except for 45. 45 is the only one that I just don't really vibe with. And I'm, it's just, just not for me. But the rest of them, dope. Um, those foam posit royal blues. I remember seeing those in the store for the first time as a kid and just remembering how different of a shoe that was. <laughs> it was just, I, I don't think people really had like a true opinion about it when it very first came out. Cause they, nobody had ever seen anything like it. Cause mm. it, it, that thing was super innovative at the time. It was a futuristic looking mm-hmm. shoe. Um, the the Nike Dunk High Cali is super dope. Incorporating their flag essentially uh, into a sneaker is is super fire. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Air Paint Twos are classic, and then like you said, the the Pro Tro Mampasita uh, had so much meaning and everything to it when it finally dropped last year. Because I remember that was one of the big fiascos that they had gotten into when Vanessa was like, we're done with them. Right. Because 
they they had people getting pairs before she had a pair. Mm. So anyway, for them to get get him get uh, an agreement together and then come out with that sneaker that was super dope the way they released it. Uh, but yeah, great list this week now. <clears throat> I appreciate that. Yeah, it. Yeah, everything about this. Yeah, everything about the list and how things form is just cool and. Yeah, I love the I love to agree to disagree. I you know if I'm if 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 you don't have grievances on one thing on the list, and then I'm, I haven't done my job. And so it's we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. Love the list. Um, I just and so next week we'll get it cracking. So another one down. Yes, sir. So uh, that's gonna close out the show for this week. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, so Blaze, tell them where they can find you. They can find me personally on IG, LuckyLefty31. Once again, LuckyLefty31 on IG. You can also follow us on Twitter at City underscore Kick. Once again, follow us on Twitter, City underscore Kick. And so, yeah, another another episode down. And um, Marco, where can they find you and your thing, social thing? <laughs> I was like, uh, they can... <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at damb 2 experience over on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on IG at MB the Remix, and you can find Kick City on IG at Kick underscore City nine one three on IG, and then you can also find us on Facebook at the Kick City Podcast on Facebook. And that's going to do it for the show. Kick City, 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 City. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.